Welcome back to the Spook House for episode 100. Big day here, Doug. My name is Phil. Y'all know my correspondent on the red carpet, Doug Galliardo. How you doing down there, Doug? You meeting all the celebs? Yeah, hi. Yeah, I hear you now. Uh, there was a little bit delay on the broadcast, but uh, me and Brendan Fraser are going to go to Pizza Hut after this. And we're going to cry over some $2 slices. Uh, no, I am super excited. We've been talking about this for a while. Well, the 100th episode is going to be pretty big. It's a good good wrap-up episode. So it's kind of uh, ironic that the 100th episode of the Spook House podcast lands on a wrap-up video talking about uh, all the solid movies that came out this year. We did have we had a lot of good ones. A lot of yeah, minimal, very minimal on the shit, but like really, really good movies for the most part. Yeah, um, I wasn't really planning on it being episode 100 at the very end of the year. It just kind of worked out like that, but it's cool. It's, it's just fitting. so bittersweet. So how was your Christmas? Did Santa Claus bring you anything good? Christmas? Yeah, uh... Well, I don't want to talk shit on my family, but I did get Star Wars socks, and I do not like Star Wars, and I did text you that. Uh, other than that, um, pretty low-key, went to my mom's house, got berated for a little bit, and uh, watched Knives Out, which is another solid movie. I don't know if you've seen Knives Out, but... I have, yeah. You didn't like I, it? I did not like Knives Out. I thought Glass Onion was pretty good. Oh, we didn't we didn't talk about Glass Onion. I didn't know you didn't like Knives Out. I was very disappointed with it. But what's the? I mean, well, <laughs> Knives Out is a little Knives Out and Glass Onion is like. I feel like Glass Onion is a little more an actual mystery. Ex- expansive. It was an Knives Out was a mystery. No, it wasn't. They were like, it's a. What do you mean? They were like, it's a who done it, and it's like they show you who did it like thirty minutes into the movie. And now we're just following around this bland actress and it's like, oh, oh my God. it's like Chris Evans did the thing. And it, by that point, I was like, so <laughs> this movie sucks. I'm starting to get the notion that you have a problem with Latina women. In the oh, there's Doug's first white knight comment of the podcast. Hey, <laughs> you old, old virtuous one. Yes, that's what it is, Doug. I have a problem with Latino women. Oh, God. <laughs> no, we could just read in between the lines here, Phil. No, but I it was totally a mystery. You didn't know. Well, once they reveal the twist, you still don't really know, like, who set her up or anything. Um, I don't know. I don't want to talk about Knives Out. I just don't like it. Right, Last time you was pretty Knives. cool. It, hey, it's uh end of the year celebration. We've got a lot to go through. And um I tell you, Doug really did all How was the your le- Christmas. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Excellent segue, Doug. <laughs> just right in the middle of Hey, how's your Christmas? It was great, fuckface. <laughs> What's that? Whoa. Oh man. Oh, that's that's why Doug went to broadcasting school. <laughs> like uh Christmas was pretty low key for me. Um thank you for all your gifts. I haven't gotten your final gift, 
No, it says uh, I've been tracking it, and it's still in Texas. Um, I don't. Really, it says it was. It's arriving between December twenty ninth and like January 9th. So it seems like it's going to be on the January end of the spectrum since it's almost January. Uh, so hopefully it moves out of the facility pretty quickly because that that's the one that I actually got you. That's like an exciting real one, not like just dumb fucking coffee mugs with a just friends quote on it and stickers yeah doug got me a coffee mug that says simply dusty is there any other kind i love it by is the there way any other kind i i know you i know you uh drink your teas and stuff in a in some fresh mugs yeah so that that was that had one of the gifts well yeah other than that my christmas was pretty cool and uh real quick shout out to our friend vanessa she sent me a very cool mothman shirt that i am wearing right now and a Zodiac shirt. Like, excellent gifts. She's the coolest person on the planet. She's very cool. So thank you, Vanessa. We really appreciate all the gifts and everything. Yes. Um, she got me this badass hereditary shirt, and I uh, went to the laundromat and washed it so I could wear it. So now it is ready to be worn. Uh, it's very fresh. Well, Doug, are you ready to get into the Spookies Award Show? The first annual, first annual, first annual, first annual spookies, one. baby. And uh, we put a lot of time and effort into this. Uh, like I said, I posted on uh, social media about pretty much writing like a fake Oscar ballot type of thing. So there's a lot of pages that we have here to go over with categories and nominations. And we're going to go through the good, the bad, the ugly, and the garbage. And just talk a lot of shit. You should have put um, all the winners in like little envelopes. You know how they do it at the Oscars? Oh, that's. Yeah. You know what? Next year. That would have been a nice touch. Next year. Look, this is. Next year we'll rent out. We'll rent out an auditorium. Yeah. And we're actually going to rent Tuxes. Yeah. We'll rent an auditorium. There will be 10 people there and it'll be cool. <laughs> we don't need, even need to have anyone. We could just live stream it and have no one there. And we could just stand on a stage next to a podium and just be like, hey, we'll do, we'll do some like Tina Fey and Amy Poehler banter. Everyone seems to love that. Yeah. Will Smith will slap Doug. <laughs> <laughs> I won't take it as much like a champ as Chris Rock did. I'll be out cold. <laughs> He's got some sausage fingers on that hand. Yeah, well. Oh, hey, I got to ask you, Doug. Who, who are you wearing tonight? Oh, you know, this is, um, you know, I'm feeling very Giovanni, uh, as Countess Luann says. Uh, so I have this very nice knit sweater from Gavinci. Kanye West gave it to me from his personal collection. Uh, I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll not, we'll not go any further tonight. Yeah, I'm um, about to throw some uh, racial accusations at you, Doug. How about that? <laughs> How do you like that? Kanye West. Yeah, I'm not saying anything that can be taken out of context. You're like, Phil, why do you hate Latinas? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> because I don't like that shitty movie? Jesus. Shitty movie. Wow, you just have really bad taste. How could you? It's funny because so many people thought The Glass Onion was underwhelming and Knives Out was the top tier, more quality. I one. think opposite, if anything. I mean,. Janelle Monae was is a national treasure, and she's fucking great in that movie. Did Knives Out have Batista? I don't think so. Dude, Batista, it, I don't care what anyone says, Batista is one of the most underrated 
newer actors. He's in that um, new M. Night Shyamalan movie. It's coming out in February, I think. Yeah, Knock at the Cabin. Yeah. It's intriguing enough. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing else coming out around that time, so I'll go see it. Hey, we got Megan coming out January 6th. That's going to be a hot pile of shit. I believe I... Hey, man, that's... Yes, I have the text. Is it uh, Bloomhouse and James Wan? Yep, Mm. exactly what it is. It's like a turd sandwich right there. Yep, Phil said, uh, he did text me, I have evidence that if if megan is good or he enjoys it he will eat shit <laughs> right you will eat a, you will eat a nugget of shit live on the podcast and i am holding him to that it's not gonna be good but it, her like that clip of her just dancing and flailing her arms like gumby is too hilarious it has to be good in a bad way like bad in a good way well it comes out like next week i think J- january yeah, january 6th yeah the day of the insurrection Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> Not to get too political. Okay. <laughs> hey, you're just on fire. You're, you're like, how can I derail every topic into a slightly <laughs> controversial subject? I am. You are Tom. I am Bert. Oh god. All right, Doug. What's going to be the first category of the evening? All right, so this first annual spooky is brought to you by Reese's. Back to the show. Yeah, right Take here. it away, Doug. Well, Reese's is only sponsoring us. Um, so we could go, <clears throat> we could start off serious, and we could start off goofy because there's a couple of it, the categories range from you know normal categories and then just like outside of the realm of what any real life award show would uh, even consider talking about. But we could go with uh. Let's go with the, let's go with the first one that I have here on this list, and this just goes for um, best performance, best performance in a horror movie. Ooh. There were plenty. So I did. Um, so I guess we should say this: uh, me and Doug have not communicated like who we think the winner will be. So I I guess we'll just hear your nominations and we'll kind of duke it out. Yeah, and I wrote down I wrote down six. So there's six in each category so hopefully uh hopefully i nailed every one of them i'm pretty sure i was thinking i was trying to get in your head thinking of what you would pick too uh i'm pretty sure you would go with most of these um one of them all right so for best performance this is what we have we have david howard thornton in terrifier 2 mm. we have jenna ortega in scream mia goth in pearl Kiki Palmer in Nope. Uh, then we have Sebastian Stan in Fresh. Oh, wow. And then Rohan Campbell in Halloween Ends. <laughs> Performance. Performance. <laughs> Say it with me. Performance, not movie. Performance. Uh, even on that, think, looking at it that way, no. Just... <laughs> I mean, he, he, didn't, uh, he didn't do an awful job by any means, but... Um, next to those other nominees. Well, I know my pick. So let's hear yours first. I think we have the same pick. I mean, I think there's only one. There's only one pick. I think there's only the obvious answer is Mia Goth. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Close the book on it. She closed the book on what she did. And I didn't put X because she really didn't have it was centered around her. 
but it, she really didn't it was more of an ensemble type of deal she didn't really have too much to do as much as it was spread out it per she is pearl mia goth embodied that entire character and bodied it because it was next level next level performance not even in despite it being a horror movie just on a character level and like nuanced performance level genius yeah hands down genius and i am so excited for that new brandon cronenberg movie with her in it yes yeah what's that that, that, what's that called again infinity pool oh that's right yeah Looking forward to that. She's one. on a she's on a hot streak right now. Uh, I mean, there's some honorable mentions in there. Uh, I mean, Jenna Ortega in Scream. She she really held that movie on her back, even though yeah, Melissa Barrera, your favorite girl, was the um, oh. was the was the breakout lead in that. I mean, yeah, you miss her performance in that list, Doug. Don't worry, we'll get to it. Okay, <laughs> there's. Okay. she has she has she has her own okay. uh and then and then kiki palmer in nope i mean she was just so fun to watch yeah yeah she was great as well all right best performance there it is solid nominations and doug thank you thank you uh you're gonna love this one uh since we we just went with best performance we might as well turn to the dark side and do the complete opposite of that. Let's go to uh, worst performance. Worst in a horror movie performance of twenty twenty two. Yeah, uh, and the nominees honestly, are. Mm, <laughs> we have Melissa Barrera in Scream. We have Vigo Mortensen, Crimes of the Future. We have Andy Matichek, Halloween Ends. Jamie Lee Curtis, Halloween Ends. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, i'm sorry uh zach efron in the firestarter remake that did come out this year if you forgot um i did and forget. kyle galner in smile kyle galner i don't i didn't think he was that bad in smile i had to fill out the category a little oh bit. okay he just did he played a paint by numbers hard-nosed cop sure yeah. wasn't anything spectacular well, Doug, I don't know about but, you, um, but I had my winner picked out. <laughs> you know, if we're if we're go if we're good, there's no tiebreaker here, really. But so you should you should say you should say the winner. I mean, Melissa Barrera. I'm sure, she's a lovely person. I almost feel bad, you know. But no, you don't. good God. When I rewatched um, Scream the other night. I was like, oof, <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> you you sent me videos of yourself laughing at it. Yeah. You know the part in a horror movie when you're watching a horror movie and you want to say, get the fuck out of there? This is that part, Richie. Oh. <laughs> you sound like uh, Jim Carrey and Ace Ventura. <laughs> I was going for more of an Andrew Dice Clay. Oh. Oh, okay. Hey. You to, I wasn't sure if you were doing a sad O or a ADC O. <laughs> hey, so I says to I says to Ghostface, get the fuck out of here. Oh, oh. Little Miss Ghostface sat on my face. Okay. <laughs> we're really dating ourselves with uh, Andrew Dice Clay. 
Um, but I, I'd say you know, runner up as much as you hate Melissa Barrera, Andy Matichek is a bum. <laughs> Jesus. And like, <laughs> <laughs> you love that word. Every everybody's a fucking bum. Look at this bum over here. <laughs> because it's just like she, let alone Jamie Lee Curtis is just whatever. She's Laurie Strode. It seems like she's like she has her eyes glued open when she's playing Laurie Strode now in these last couple of movies. She's just like be Jamie Lee Curtis. I mean, I, right. I did think she was pretty bad, regardless of what she was given. I just didn't enjoy her in that movie at all. Yeah, it could be like it could be the material. It's definitely the material. But for some for some people who well, especially Jamie Lee Curtis who loves the franchise and she is the franchise, they're just again, they just a sideliner. They sideliner. And what she's given is not great. But Andy Matichek, whew, just talk about just straight up acting classes. Like sign up for him. I don't think she's that you gotta, bad. You gotta do something. I mean, I thought she, that's great. That's great. I thought she was great in the first two. Um, I felt no, I felt no chemical reaction in my brain to care for her character or anything. So if you saw her, if you saw her on the street, if she came up to the the music venue window you work at to get tickets, you'd be like, "Hey, here's your tickets, you fucking bum." No, I'd be like, oh my god, I love your mood. No, I wouldn't. Hey, your tickets are out back in the alley next to the rest of the trash. No, go get <laughs> Go dumpster diving, you fucking garbage human. No, no I'm, sure she's, like, I'm sure she's a great person. No, sure she she's is. She's person. very sweet. She's not her character. And personally, I didn't think she was that bad. Um, but, yeah, fuck that movie. All right. And Vigo Mortensen also putting out a pile of shit performance. I never saw that movie. Yeah, I've heard some so, people say it's good. I don't know who to believe. It's some people's favorite of the year. Hmm. I, I, you need to see that movie. You're not hyping it up very much, but uh, again, you could. I, you didn't really hype up bodies, bodies, bodies for me, and I love bodies, bodies, bodies. <sighs> Jesus. No comment. Next. It was fun. It was a good time. <laughs> not really. <laughs> All right. It was a good time when it was over, <laughs> and I could go you. home. So <laughs> there's some, uh, there's some, there, this is a, this is a good one. All right. So there's really only one for this category. There's really only one nomination uh, just because it was very unique and very, uh, and no one has done this before. Really. Um, <clears throat> we're going to go with best impression of a fish in a film. <laughs> uh, it has to go to one person and one person only. And that's Mark Burnham, who plays Leatherface in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, 2022 <laughs> pile of shitstorm remake. Uh, when he jumped out of there into that water pit like a flounder, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. No one has that much grace. He's a pretty big man. Yeah. He was very graceful coming up out of the water puddle <laughs> of that of that that. Uh, that big hole in the floor. Who knows how deep that went? He must have propeller on, propellers on his shoes. But <laughs> he, fl- he flung himself out of that hole. Here you go, Mark. Here's your best impression of a fish award. Hope <laughs> you enjoy it. He's not going to get that best actor nod, but impression of a fish. He he, he plays a really great salmon. 
I mean, that movie wasn't amazing or anything, but I did enjoy it on the first watch. On the second watch, after you kind of knew what was going to happen, I was like, okay, this is pretty tedious. But, I mean, for what it was, it was fun. Great ending. For nostalgic purposes, yeah, it was fun to see him go back to the house and drag the chain. Oh, I don't even mean just that. I mean, when he dragged her out of the car and cut her head off and held it up. Oh, that was pretty... You know, oh, that part was cool. And held it up and like his uh, really... like his fish award when he accepts his trophy. <laughs> He's like, thank you. <laughs> How people hold up fish, yeah. First place prize goes to yeah. Mark Burnham. But no, it wasn't out of all, out of, there was a lot of horror remakes this year, surprisingly. Um, it wasn't the worst one. Ooh, is that a category? Worst remake? I was thinking about it. But it's not on there. There's there, so some of the remakes are in other categories, but there there wasn't that many. There was a decent amount, but there wasn't that many to talk about because like okay, why you get hung up on that? Yeah, um, I feel like there weren't that many. But um, all right, Mark, enjoy your best impression of a fish award. We <laughs> look to we look forward to seeing you next year at the Spookies, perhaps. Yeah, and the check is in the mail. Uh, this is more so of an award rather than like a clear cut winner. Uh, but there's some nominations here. Uh, just as we went to worst performance, uh, this is the category of best wooden slash phoned in slash sleepwalking through the movie performance. Ooh. Uh, we have three. All right. I have my winner. We have Melissa Barrera on stream. <laughs> She's just sweeping all the categories this year. Actually, we have six. Melissa Barrera in Scream. Then Melissa Barrera in Scream. <laughs> then Melissa Barrera in Scream. And then Andy Matichek in Halloween Ends. <laughs> and then Vigo Mortensen in Crimes of the Future. Uh, Melissa Barrera really sweeping the list <laughs> of awards here. Phil, I did that specifically for you. I appreciate it. it that was for Phil and no one else. I I can't believe that I'm the one that feels bad. Yes. <laughs> I feel like JR screaming, if, if stop the I damn match. <laughs> Ring the bell, damn it. Ring the bell. <laughs> but um, I would say pretty much that, that, that category can be a draw. <laughs> uh, you haven't seen Crimes of the Future, but I I implore you to watch it over the weekend just so we can talk about it some more. Yeah, you're really selling me on it. So the winner is <laughs> Melissa Barrera. Scream. She's sweeping right now. She's sweeping Man. the spookies. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was a fun one. This one... Melissa Barrera, shout out to you. We hey, you. how about <laughs> shout out? Hey, how about the new trailer when she uh, makes that same face when she's like, oh, "Guys, it's like, oh man, the range. You could the range on her. You could really tell there's no acting coach on set. She just she's like, I'm winging it. I'm doing it. Um." So this next one is kind of an interesting one because a lot of these movies, you know, some we were, ex some we were excited about 
Some exceeded our expectations. Some were just middle of the road. Uh, but I feel like there's a lot of push and pull with these movies. Uh, so this is biggest surprise of 2022. Oh, like uh, like it turned out to be good? Surprise? Turned out to be good. You were going in expecting nothing, and you wound up really enjoying it. Okay. Uh, I'm also putting box office numbers on this. Like, like surprise. Like, didn't really expect to do much, but it just kept killing. Yeah. Um, but there's a there's a good amount of movies in here. Uh, Take it away, Doug. So for for biggest surprise of 2022, we have Smile. Nope. Then we have Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. <clears throat> Halloween Ends. Orphan, First Kill, Barbarian, and to round it out, Scream 2022. Um, There's a lot to talk about with these movies. Well, before you name those nominations, <clears throat> I was thinking, it's got to be Barbarian. Because I remember me and you talking about the trailer, and we were like, this looks like some generic bullshit, paint-by-numbers um and i think it did really well at the box office too it did it did and no one was really expecting much no one really knew the way they marketed the movie was pretty brilliant because you were intrigued like we were both intrigued enough to go out and see it yeah and it seemed like a lot it just happened through word of mouth that it just kept growing and growing like the love for this movie because people were like yo you have to see this movie don't watch anything just go see it and it worked out in his favor. And I'm kind of intrigued to see what else Zach Krieger, mm. Krieger, whatever his last name is, is going to do next because he really, he gets it. Like he's a person who gets the horror genre. Um, I'll give it to barbarian. Yeah. I mean the next, the only reason why I thought you would say Halloween ends is because your severe disappointment on it. <laughs> I was, yeah, I had to really <clears throat> think about that for a second. You're right. Yeah, boy, that was a surprise, huh? Nobody saw that coming. You, Phil, and I, and we've talked about this before, but when you texted me at like, I think you went to go see the movie like what in the afternoon or something, late afternoon. Yeah, you yeah. texted me a ha- like forty five, maybe maybe a half hour to forty five minutes in from when you told me you were in the theater, like it's about to start. When you texted me saying, "I am this is shockingly bad." Yeah, yeah, I was like. Oh no! <laughs> if Phil is saying it, sh- and you yeah. already know my expectations with it, but I would have never expected you to com- outright just dislike it. That was um, an out of body text that I sent. I, I don't even <laughs> remember sending it. I was hovering above myself, ten feet in the theater, and I was like, "Is this a dream?" <laughs> you might, you might have tell him. Yeah, he thought it was a fever dream, uh, but I got that text and. I thought the owner of the theater was going to like walk in and be like, hey, we got you guys. That's not the movie. All right. Play the real one. (laughs) Yeah, that's what that's what the directors did about an hour and 15 minutes into the movie. When you finally see Michael Myers and Laurie Strode duke it out, they are like, oh, we're kidding about all the other stuff. Forget what just happened. Here's the UFC battle. Here's the tight. Here's the fight card. Michael Myers versus Laurie Strode. UFC 45. All five minutes of it in a pretty weak poorly choreographed fight scene i mean it was just a i don't, I don't know who the, the fight choreographer must have been stevie wonder because <laughs> they were they they looked they were I mean, it was a dark room in that kitchen but it yeah. looked like they were just blindfolded 
<laughs> oh shit. Yeah, but um despite all that, I'll I have to go with Barbarian. And I was very surprised to see you pop okay. up in the movie. I was like, oh my god, it's Doug. <laughs> Look at him. I like that you're comparing me to Justin Long, just not in that movie. <laughs> you would you should be Justin Long's stunt double. You should hit him up, be like, hey, like I'll I'll take the hits for you. I'll shave my beard off. Dude, I'll I'll sh- I'll shave my beard to be a stunt though. Well, maybe you can make it happen. Putting the word out. I did. Did I tell you that I, I did tell you that I met him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Very very good dude. And you mentioned to very, him that uh, like people have told you for years that you look like him? I haven't mentioned that. I told him that I oh. I've seen accepted like 500 times and he was like, uh-huh. "Why?" <laughs> and it's a great movie it's a very underrated movie. movie is kind of bad though it's so good though it's so good yeah i don't care what anyone says uh okay that's um so then we move along to the opposite of biggest surprise um we got biggest disappointment hmm. of 2022 well now we have some movies <laughs> that we didn't mention yet in here almost forgot it came out this year um, so we have Scream 2022, Halloween Ends, both categories, Men, Terrifier 2, what? Smile, and then Nope. Those were There's your reasoning. biggest disappointments? They No, they weren't, but just, are you talking about Terrifier 2? Uh, I'm talking, yeah, that and Nope, like. So I wouldn't say they're both disappointments, but first of all, when you have, I think when a director comes out with such like a big impactful movie, uh, like Get Out or like Terrifier, you want to see what the follow-up is. It could have yeah. been a disappointment, but it wasn't. That's the only reason why they're in this category. Some people might have, maybe it didn't live up to the first one. I thought No was incredible and I loved No, but mm-hmm. I heard some people talk about like, you know, once the... Once what happened in the movie happened, people were like, eh, they weren't really on board. I was. But I just put it in the category for other people that really didn't kind of get where it was going. All right. But so, obviously we're not, I feel like me and you were not picking those two. No, definitely not. I would put Hellraiser in there. Mm. Disappointment though? Did you go in with high hopes though? Because I sure didn't. Kind of. I mean, I was hoping for it's like, just please make a good Hellraiser movie. Like the trailer looked pretty cool. Uh, Jamie Clayton looked pretty cool. Even though the designs of the Cenobites, I wasn't crazy about. A little too polished. Looked more like a goth fashion show. Too like airbrushed, <laughs> you know? They were too clean. Yeah, it was very shiny. Yeah, bring out like the slime and blood and stuff. Yeah, when you have um, when you have when I don't I forgot who directed it. Uh, David Bruckner, I believe. Yeah, who has a very good Bruckheimer or Bruckner? Bruckner, yeah, who has a very good Bruckner. track record. Yeah, that's another reason why I was disappointed. I was like, well, The Ritual is one of my favorite horror movies of oh, all yes, time. Oh yeah, The Ritual. Um, The Night House was solid as well. So maybe he just didn't have enough of a budget or. <laughs> I I just don't understand how when you when you hire an effects team 
you don't get their resume first. Because it seems like, I mean, again, there's problems with the movie story-wise, I think. But, like, the, at yeah. least have it look cool. There were a couple cool set pieces in Hellraiser. Like, when Jamie Clayton's standing outside in the snow with the box. Like, that's very cinematic. Very, like, uh, visually poetic. Yeah, it was just so... Uh, but the movie just failed. So boring. Like... Very boring. God. And just... Yeah, looked like shit. Couldn't see anything. I was like, what the fuck is happening ver- right now? Like, what's going on? <laughs> well, well, if you want to lead right into the next award. Uh, all right. Uh, just because we're on the same. Well, hey, who was the winner? the same vein. Who was the winner of that category? Biggest disappointment. Did you want to stick Hellraiser in there? Sure. I mean, I think that's I, fair. I, I, I mean, thinking... I, I mean, obviously mine is Halloween ends. Yeah. I, I, I was also going to say men because that trailer looked really creepy and Alex Garland has also had a great track record with incredible movies, Ex Machina. And then it's just like, what? Like, yeah. what was that? I still haven't seen like, it. What the fuck? But, oh my God, dude, that's your, that's your homework. You need to watch crimes of the future and men Ugh. for a fucking double feature of shit. <laughs> just get, just get prepared. But, um, no, I can I'll give it to Hellraiser because you know what? I I I did want a good Hellraiser. You're right. I yeah. I did want one. I Hellraiser is one of my favorites. And J, and it was a new take on it. There was a female it was how the book was intended. Well, Hellraiser like all beat. the all the pieces were there for it to be a slam dunk, you know. David Bruckner, Jamie Clayton. All right. Just don't. And then they just gave you this weak storyline with addiction that didn't land. It was like the characters yeah. weren't fleshed out enough. You didn't care. It was people were double crossing. It was just yeah. very like it felt like a procedural cop drama. Yeah. Hidden behind like a horror movie. And that brings us to the next category. Best movie that was stuck in the early 2000s. Hellraiser. <laughs> That's the only one. <laughs> It did feel like straight out of. I felt like this would have made fear.com. Yeah, style. it felt like fear.com would have made a great double feature. <laughs> if it felt like one of those just, movies that would be in like, you know, the 10 pack horror set you get from Walmart. <laughs> it was like one disc with 10 movies on it. <laughs> it was like one of those. It was one of those thick boys. Yeah. Like with the, like the two disc, three disc set or whatever. You're like 10 movies like, for five bucks. Blood foot. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely in the dollar bin. If this, uh, if this is on Blu-ray, it's definitely being thrown to the dollar bin, but yeah. Yeah. Just very, the lighting, like you said, it was just dark. It just, there was no character to it. <laughs> um, so that takes care of that category. <laughs> All right, short but sweet. We have a couple. Uh, we have a couple other ones like that. I've got one for, for you funsies. too. Oh, you want to do yours? Hey, sure. I'll go ahead and do mine. Okay, this is the. I call this the Kool Aid Award. It's the best impersonation <laughs> of Kool Aid Man in a horror movie <laughs> this year. <laughs> And the nominee is Barbarian. <laughs> when the monster thing just crashes through that wall. 
<laughs> Dude, that part was so. She hasn't came back here in 45. Bam. That was <laughs> oh, yeah. Comical, too comical to a fault. Yeah, that was so. That was like such a cheap moment in an otherwise great film. As that guy was saying and, and that, I was like, she's about to come through that wall in two seconds. Yep, there she is. And, and, and it, it, you know what? The scene was saved when she like ripped off that dude's arm, but still, I was like, that was stupid. Yeah. Like, why would why would they again, everything leading up to that was so good, and then they just cheapen it. With with yeah. it wasn't even like and and I was gonna put on we had this idea to do like best jump scare and worst jump scare. There really wasn't any jump scares in it. That was kind of meant to be a jump scare. It, clearly wasn't yeah but uh enjoy your kool-aid barbarian put that in your uh milk bottle and force somebody to drink it (laughs) mama and not just i would i would would you drink that milk how much money would it take you to drink that titty milk to drink it from her tits or from the milk bottle not not directly from the nip but like out of the bottle. I mean, that's a rusty looking bottle anyway. No, when you think about it, you probably rather drink it straight from the tap because he knows she hasn't cleaned that milk bottle in like eight years. So it's probably just all sorts of nasty stuff growing in that thing, you know? Yeah, germs, other people's saliva has probably been on that. You know she doesn't keep a stack of bottles. It's just that one bottle. Yeah, she doesn't have Dawn by other soap people's down there. Yeah, no, the soap is the dirt that's on the ground that she uses. She just rubs it in the dirt and says, here you go. It's clean. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the I'll take the titty then. <laughs> <laughs> I'll t- take the titty for titty. 400, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alex Trebek is taking that titty in heaven. <laughs> R.I.P. Shut up. R.I.P. Alex Trebek. Uh, <laughs> okay. We just have one more... Uh, one more kind of silly award. All right. It just has one nominee. Uh, this is another one, Phil. You might be in the dark about this one. Best movie that was barely a movie. Men. Oh. That was not a movie. It was an idea that wasn't fleshed out. Again, my opinion. But this is what I saw when I watched it. Me and Holly looked at each other when we were in the theater about 15 times and said, what the fuck? Mm. It was a great acting acting exercise for Jesse Buckley. She's a fantastic actress. The movie went nowhere. The message, see where they were going with it? It just wasn't fleshed out properly. And it was just not, it was like a, like a, it was like if you went to like School of Visual Arts and checked out like the student films and they went to like the class of like first year students and you're like, all right, you need a little work on this. So that kind of reminds me of, um, did you watch the trailer yet for Skinamarink? I told you I was, and I didn't. Oh, damn it. Okay. Well, judging I was, by I the, was working on these categories. So a lot of people <clears throat> have seen it at like film festivals and stuff. And they said that it's not even like really a movie. It's more like a feeling. Mm. It's there's not like mm. a plot, so it's like okay, just uh, like visual and creepy, and it's more of an about creating an atmosphere. A lot of people said it's almost like watching a nightmare 
now things don't quite make sense yeah okay i mean some people said they loved it some people were like i really tried and i couldn't get into it so it'll probably be that kind of divisive movie but i'm intrigued to watch it yeah, it comes. It comes out in two weeks. That's another one that comes out oh, in January. Shit. I hope uh, the Alamo thirteenth and fourteenth. Al- Alamo should be showing it. There's an indie theater over here near me that's showing it. Um, Dude, they're just showing for like a limited engagement. It's like a weekend. They're showing Jason Lives one night in a couple of weeks. Oof! Oh my go. god! Yeah, that's that's gonna be incredible. Yeah, I've never seen in. They're theaters. doing that uh, for Friday. Oh Do- shit! Oh, yeah, it be- is Friday the thirteenth. That's why. I didn't even think about yeah, that. They're showing the first Friday the 13th over here. Uh, are they showing it on Friday the 13th? Jason lives or That's a different the one? day? They're showing the first one over there. Nah, give me Jason yeah, lives just because, all day. You know, well, yeah. uh, you already know my ranking. I'll take anything yeah. over the first Friday the 13th. Nothing bad about it, but like I want Jason. Sorry. Daddy wants Jason. Is that because you're sexist? Uh, but no, Skinner Marine. <laughs> Do you hate women, Doug? You trying to whitewash Jason? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't like the first Friday the Thirteenth because you hate women. That's okay. Yeah, yeah you, I'm just, you. You discovered it. I'm just throwing I'm it back. Exposed now. I'm just throwing it back to you. You were. <laughs> Doesn't feel good. I man. didn't see that joke coming from a mile away. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, um, no, I'm all for filmmakers experimenting and doing something different. So, Skinamarink will be a. It will be a, a warm invitation to something new yeah. rather than the same stuff that we've been seeing. Uh, I, I like what you're saying about it. Uh, dreams are dreams are interesting to hear and like nightmares are interesting to hear, but to watch, I'm interested to see how that's going to play out. So we'll have yeah. to, we'll probably review it at some point. Definitely. Um, all right. So this is another good one. Uh, I would love this. Is, this is a tough race. This one was tough. So, this is called the Please Stop Award. Ooh. All right. Please stop. David Cronenberg. Pete Davidson. <laughs> oh, shit. Michael Myers. Hey. Radio Silence. And any executive greenlighting unnecessary remakes for a potential cash grab with no insight into the needs of the audience or fan base. Take your fucking pick. Whew. See, it was tough. This this one's a head scratcher. Wait, read those nominees again. Except the last one. All right. <laughs> Just the last no, one? No, except the last one. Oh, you have that one. Yeah. 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 Uh, David Cronenberg, mm-hmm. Pete Davidson, Michael Myers, and Radio Silence. Directors of Scream. Well. 2022. I don't give a flying shit what Pete Davidson does. I've told you, he's one of those people, if I see his name scroll across my feed or something, I just keep scrolling. I don't give a shit. It's like Elon Musk or Donald Trump or Andrew Tate <laughs> or somebody like that. I'm like, I don't care. Kanye West. I didn't I, know who that was until today. Yeah, I I just don't give a shit. Um, so he can keep, right, that, that's fair. He can keep doing whatever he wants to do. I don't really care. He's just everywhere. He's all like, you can't go a day without hearing what Pete Davidson I can. is doing. Is in. You know what I do? Uh, if you, if you... Keep on scrolling, baby. You know what time it is. <laughs> you know what time it is. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. 
I don't care who he's dating. All right, so that knocks out Pete. I Davis. hate the fact that I'm saying his name right now. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't need any more publicity. I'm, he has I'm surprised you put radio silence in there. Well, the question is, do they need to stop remaking movies or stop doing what they're doing? Because they had a lot of intrigue <clears throat> at first when they were announced to, you know, take over the Scream franchise. Seemed interesting. They they did Ready or Not, which was, uh, I thought was fun, but I could see I could see why they were chosen to do Scream. They wrote that very nice letter to Nev Campbell about, you know, loving the Scream franchise. I'm sure they do, but mm. like... Do they need to keep going? Do they really need to? Maybe we should just stop. Yeah, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of Scream 5. Mainly because of the, just the dialogue and the script. It's like, just annoying. Like, every character in the movie is some horror movie aficionado now. I just... I just got all my every, nerves. This, I started off liking this movie, Phil. Yeah, I did <laughs> too. I left the theater and I was like, it's pretty good. Points. Like, yeah, if it's not Randy Meek saying it, 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 okay, one or two characters that are big horror people, whatever. The rest of the characters should just be normal people. Like in a normal movie. But you know, okay, so think about it this way. Even the high school jock guys, even the high school jock dude is like waxing poetic about horror. And it's like, this dude wouldn't fucking say that. Maybe he wouldn't, but his sister is the horror fiend. So like he grew up with it. I could, I could throw suspension of disbelief to some degrees. And I, I, I will say this. I did like how the characters interacted. I, I liked the way they, I liked the chemistry of the characters. Maybe the dialogue wasn't, you know, it wasn't up to par with the original screen, which is kind of hard to do. I didn't mind the way they interacted and spoke about the movies because that's how, like, that's how we speak. We're movie nerds. Not we really. We don't nerds. even speak like that. I mean. No? All right. Think about this. <laughs> uh, not Jen Ortega's fault. She's great and everything. But think about her at the beginning of that movie. When she's talking about, like, um, the Babadook. It's a excellent meditation on the repressed blah 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 of it, it sounds so like film criticy and like compare that to drew barrymore and scream like yeah she she's aware of horror movies but she's not like oh well my well, ghostface be calling the wrong house then because jenna ortega is all about that action she be loving a24 she loves all the <laughs> again I, I, I get nothing is going to compare. Like I just Princess, found it. Nothing, nothing can compare to you. Nothing can compare to the original scream ever. Yeah. I thought this was a good continuation of it. And I need, I rewatched it on the plane uh, coming, going to Portland. And I was more bored with it that time than the first time. So maybe, I mean, seeing Ghostface back on the screen, that might've been what like enamored us after the first time we watched it. Yeah. You're like, oh shit, like Ghostface, like this is incredible. Yeah, but, like, Amber. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> Amber alert. Watch her go. <laughs> Watch her kill Dewey. Hoist him up. 
a fucking torture rack of yeah, like Lex Luger. You must have super you do that that uh, secret devil juice from Little Nicky. <laughs> I don't know, but, man. Um, I I just on the second watch, I just found it incredibly annoying, and so it it was just trying so hard, and so I think we're getting off topic here, but um. I guess I'll say ready or not. Oh, this is good. This is what the people want to hear. Yeah, I guess I'll... Uh, we also have Michael Myers and David Cronenberg. Mm, I do agree that I I don't want to see a new Halloween movie for a very long time. So, yeah, Michael, been, yeah. you can you can stop. At least for a bit. He might... Yeah. Yeah. Don't need to go for an eternal rest, but... Just stop. Stop for now. We It's been too... It's been heavily shoved into our faces for years, especially knowing that... See, Ty West did it perfectly. Mm-hmm. He came out with X, thought it was a one-off. We find out there's a prequel, and we're like, holy shit, this is a surprise. And then we find out there's another one. Yeah. Supr- complete surprise. David Gordon Green was like, we're doing three Halloween movies... Mike, drop, get ready, clear out your schedules for the next four years. Yeah. It's like, okay. I definitely have. Thank you for that, I guess. But Halloween fatigue at this point. It's just like enough. Like, just put it to fucking rest for now. Yeah. Give us a second to breathe. Um, so, yeah, that's that. Um, this is a good one. We got the MVP award. This was a pretty fun one. Uh, Phil, you're gonna like this one. All right. Uh, all right. We have Jenna Ortega's back in Scream for carrying that whole goddamn movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that poor girl. She's gonna like. We have. Uh, she's gonna have scoliosis after that movie. You know, she's about to get. She's about to get diagnosed with MS for how great she is and everything. <laughs> and no, and no one else around her is that great. Despite, aside from Wednesday. I thought the cast was great in that. Um, so we got Jenna Ortega's back in Scream 2022. We got Zach Efron's plastic surgery in Firestarter. Uh, the fake aliens in Nope. Uh, the mashed potatoes in Terrifier 2 that was slammed into that yeah. <laughs> the mother's face. Um, we have Theta. Theta the alligator in Pearl and X. Oh. Um, and then the bottle holding that milk in Barbarian. <laughs> Wait, what was this category called again? <laughs> you're like, you're going off book. Uh, MVP. Oh, it, most valuable player. Most, in, okay, uh, I couldn't remember. I was like, how are these nominations making any sense? Okay. There you go, it all ties back to the title. MVP. Jenna Ortega's back. <laughs> get her some Icy Hot, quick. <laughs> get it. Get get her a, a fucking truckload of Ben Gay. Yeah, book her a massage at, be on at my studio. So, uh, I guess I'll I'll say Jenna Ortega's back. She was really carrying the whole movie. Yeah, she really was, as well as Dewey. You know, he was David Arquette. Really he was great. Even on rewatch, I was like, man, they need to keep this guy around. Like, nah, let's kill them off in the the most vacant hospital in the world at Friday <laughs> on a at three o'clock in the afternoon. 
<laughs> Move over, yeah, Halloween like two. Night shift. There's a new vacant <laughs> hospital in town. It's called Scream. Horror movies love to not staff their hospitals. Just not a soul in sight. No electricity. There's like barely any lights on. Yeah, whatever the equivalent of a uh, Zagat, like the Zagat rating of the hospital, that gets a that gets a that gets a D minus for for how that place is staffed. So there was no one there. Um, yeah, I mean, I I also love uh, the alligator. Alligator is too adorable. Oh her, yeah, her and Pearl really have like a solid bond. Uh, I rewatched Pearl the other night, and it's just like she doesn't show up that much, but like mm-hmm. she's always looming. And it's always nice to see her. I didn't know her name was Theta. Theta? Yeah, when uh, in the beginning of uh, in Pearl, where uh, she kills the uh, the duck, and she's like Theta, Theta, <laughs> come get it. And I'm like, oh, that's her name. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um, that's a good one, and I, I I do I really appreciate the uh, the fake aliens because that fake out scene in the barn. Like, you thought that was going to be the turn of the movie. You're like, yeah. oh, shit. Here it is. And they and the design of them is so cool. And then you realize that it's not that movie. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, whoa, all right. That just completely, what a complete misdirect. And then it gets into the other thing. And you're like, wow, that was pretty genius. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I will I will agree with you. Jenna Ortega's back. Uh Needs to have that title. Yeah. Give her, give her that world heavyweight championship belt. <laughs> All right, Doug. She's the, uh, she's the winner of the evening. Um, and we have one last one. This is the last one. This is going to be, this is going to be a good one. This is a serious one. So um, this was tough too, because there are a lot of great movies and picking a certain scene from each of these movies were very difficult. So maybe, maybe Phil, you have some, some input, which I know you do. Sure some honorable mentions or some other scenes from these movies. This was a uh, best moment in a horror movie in 2022. All right. A lot of good moments. A lot of good ones. A lot of great movies. Um, we have the bedroom scene from terrifier two. That was, you know, that was definitely a scene. That's yeah, for sure. That was a lot. Uh, we have Dewey's death scene. No. from Scream 2022. Blasphemy. Uh, the creature reveal from Nope. Then the end credit scene in Pearl, uh, the milk scene from Barbarian, mm-hmm. and uh, the basement scene in X. Ooh, well. A lot of tough contenders here. My favorite scene of the year. It's one of those movies, but it's not the scene you mentioned. So- I, that, that's what was tough. There were so many great scenes in each of those movies. It was hard to whittle it down to just to just one. And you didn't even include uh, Corey and Michael fighting in the sewer. How come? <laughs> why? Yeah, why? Why did you do them such a disservice? I mean, that was just a pivotal moment in cinema, you know? They were pivoting a lot. Yeah, they, they were. A lot of pivoting. Fucking roughhousing. You can say, you can say that word. Roughhousing <laughs> like a, a couple of... Rousing. Like a couple of middle schoolers at a sleepover. Just... <laughs> Yeah, schoolyard hooligans. I'm surprised they didn't have fucking shaving cream that Michael, Michael Myers sprayed on Corey when he was passed out. <laughs> you fell asleep first, bitch. Sprayed him with the fucking whipped cream or whatever. Shaving cream. Uh, um, 
But what uh, was the uh, what was the moment you were thinking of when um when Pearl stabs a dude in the throat mm. in front of the van, the blood sprays on the headlights yep. and it goes all slow-mo. That moment was like, fuck yes, this movie rules. There was there were a lot of cool scenes in Pearl like that, especially the, the death scenes, like even um even the mother getting burned alive and even like Pearl kicking her down the steps. Oh yeah, that was because it's just so relentless. Yeah. But the, it's hard not to say the end credit scene because it's just so unnerving and it keeps going. It just, yeah, it, it or... just doesn't stop. And it's an amazing <clears throat> show, like an amazing uh, show of her talent to just do that. Dewey in the hospital? How'd you land on that? I thought that was the best scene in the movie. Mm. I That, that I mean... scene sticks out to me because... Just seeing Dewey being dispatched like that, I mean, despite about who it was, I thought it was a well-crafted scene. And I love how I, the build-up to it just felt monumental because they did well with how they took care of Dewey. Despite all the other problems with the movie, that scene I thought was well-crafted, well-acted, true. Uh, brutal, uh, sad, just because we've been living with the character forever. Scream fans love Dewey. Uh, I, I just thought that was a really, really great scene in a continuing horror franchise. Those are all fair points. So. As well as, I know you didn't, I know you have problems with Scream. <laughs> well, I mean, no, there were good moments to it, such as that one. Also, yeah, I, I was also trying to be a little bit unbiased about it. So. I got you. Yeah. But, um, is, I mean, Terrifier 2 had plenty of great scenes um man i really need to rewatch that i haven't seen it <clears throat> since i saw it in theaters so yeah same uh it's on vod oh but that scene was uh that bedroom scene was just again very very convincing oh, practical effects you should have made a uh stop the damn match category <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> stop the damn match my god he's gonna kill that the the bedroom scene would have been all six yeah. uh, all six nominations because i i was in the movie theater i kept staring at the screen and i was like he's gonna stop eventually right like this is gonna keep going okay uh but brutal and then um the creature reveal and note i thought was just so different yeah than than what we've seen in the in an alien invasion type of movie yeah true also need to give that a rewatch haven't seen it since the theater but... yeah that's uh i think it's free on peacock actually oh shit you can watch it there maybe uh, I'll... i saw it twice in the theater maybe i'll watch it tonight did you say it's it's honestly oh sorry you did saying? you say that was the last uh category that's the last category yeah oh, okay i thought you had um what was it like worst line? Oh, I could we yeah, we came up with that we came up with the category, but I don't remember lines from Let's movies. come up with it right now. We could do it on the spot. But who who wins that one? Who's the oh, winner? Oh, you know who the winner is. Alright, worst line in a horror movie. Wait, I don't know who the winner is. I'm trying to look oh, at it. Oh, you know in your heart. 
Um, Pearl? No. Let's burn it down. <laughs> I'll light the match. Oh, God. Ugh. Oh, wait. I thought, no. I thought we were still on best moment. Who wins that one? Oh, shit. <clears throat> Sorry. Hey, year one, people. Year one. <laughs> we'll, we'll, rec- we'll work out the kinks for next year. Well, for me, best moment is um, the throat slashing scene in X. That's my best moment. Um, which one is that? Because I've only seen that once. When I've seen Pearl twice. Yeah, we just talked about it. When she stabs the dude in the throat and the blood sprays on the headlights and it goes all slow-mo. Oh! And she's... Dude, and, I thought uh, you were talking about fucking Pearl. No. <laughs> I thought you were talking about when she stabs the guy with the pitchfork. No. Like, I was like, that kind of sounds different, but no. maybe I'm remembering it I'm wrong. I'm talking about when um that guy tries to leave and Pearl is standing in the road and he goes out there to help yeah. her and she comes on to him and slits his throat and okay. don't fear the reapers playing. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. what I'm talking the cam- about. The cameraman. Yeah. All right. I thought you were, I thought you were talking about Pearl. They, there were both cars in the scene. It was oh, okay. But uh, yeah, that's a good scene. Yeah, I'll go. I'll, yeah, that's a good one. I'll go. I'll go with the end credit scene for Pearl because that shit sticks in my brain. All right. Very uh, Texas Chainsaw-ish. Yes, yeah. we're Pearl and X are sweeping right. Every, we have a lot of good, uh, a lot of good winners here tonight. Is that the last category? That was the last one. Yeah. All right. Well, we did it. First annual Spookies <laughs> Awards. <clears throat> Should we come up with? Um... Ooh, what about like best? Oh wait, no. There, that's. Oh not my the... god! There's a hidden page. Fucked up. There, there's a... Stop the damn match! There's a number three. Uh, this is going to be a fun one to debate. Can't go on without list without not listing a best director category. Uh, again, I mean, a lot of fantastic movies in this. We know who the winner is, but what? go on. David Gordon Green. Obviously. obviously. Don't even need yeah. Don't even need to say his name. You just give him give an old head nod and you'll be good. But there are actually good directors in this category. Uh we have Jordan Peele from Nope, Zach Krager for Barbarian, Ty West for X, Damien Leone for Terrifier 2, Helena Rajan for Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. And radio silence for Scream 2022. Well, I have to say Ty West for obvious reasons. Okay, okay. I mean, X and Pearl. To pull off two movies that are set in completely different times. And to pull it off in like aesthetically in the atmosphere and vibe. You know, to go from like Grindhouse 70s to 30s fantastical. I'll say Ty West. Dude, I, I, can't, I can't deny everything you said. I, I, can't, I can't deny anything you said because he did all those things. And for someone who came under, from under the radar, really not a lot of people knew about him, you know, in the mainstream, I believe he was pretty, pretty much an underground horror filmmaker with the innkeepers and the house of the devil. And then 
mm-hmm. this huge push that he had from A24 to do to really make his vision come to life and what he did with it was incredible. But I'm going to have to go with uh, Jordan Peele for note because solid what he what he did and like you said with what Ty West did especially with the budget that he had Jordan Peele is the man who could get money from anyone now and what he what he did with the budget and the scope of what he did with this movie like the vastness of the mountains and really giving you insight to like how his how his imagination is when it comes to this specific type of genre being alien invasion like yeah what steven spielberg did with it uh with et and everything he has such a different perspective on this that i was like wow this is brilliant this is filmmaking and he love you could tell he just loves like him him and ty west both have such an outpouring of love for horror and cinema in general that it translates on the screen and like you want to know what they're doing next. Every project they come out with is interesting. And what Jordan Peele did with Nope and the characters and everything was just so fresh and new. I got I, I got I to give it to my man, Jordan Peele, as that's much a, as I love um, Ty West. Yeah, that's a that was a great speech, Doug. Yeah. Sold me. <laughs> Jordan Peele. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say <laughs> I mean, pretty much every episode you, you're like Jordan Pill gets it. <laughs> I got, I got to blow him. I got, I got. <laughs> uh, but uh, honestly, and an honorable mention. I know as much as you don't like this movie, and we can talk about it. But uh, Helena Rajan, I don't know how to say her last name, who did Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I mean, it was shot well. I want. I, I enjoyed the. Um, thank you. I mean. Yeah, it had a fun atmosphere, but it just, it was just so vacant to me. Like, when I, by the time I walked out of the theater into the parking lot, I had just forgotten it. (laughs) It was just kind of soulless, empty, just didn't do anything for me. It was mildly entertaining. um... It did look good. I mean... That's why why she needed to be included in Best Director, because... It just felt new. It felt fresh. She had a good eye for the camera. It was, it could have been, you know, again, even if you think, I know you don't think the script was anything amazing and it wasn't incredible, but it was fun. And the way it was directed, I'm interested to see what else she does just yeah. from this movie because yeah, it was same here. the whole, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, she did a great job and I don't think she's getting enough love. Uh, I thought, I, I think, um, I think if she, you know, collaborated with someone like Ty West or someone like Jordan Peele or even Zach Krager, I feel like she could be, um, she's one to look out for direct director wise. Yeah. She's doing, she's trying to, she's doing interesting stuff rather than just run of the mill mm-hmm. type stuff. Uh, there's a lot of movies like again, Hellraiser, which just looked boring and drab and, just familiar, like too familiar. Yeah. And like, like, you could say. It's like eating a, we, we have a, a TV dinner, you know? It's like, <laughs> it'll it'll satisfy your hunger, but you're not like jumping up and down because you're heating up a TV dinner. 
Yep. Phil Tim. said it best. The hot pocket of horror movies. Yeah. No, the gas station pizza of horror movies. The gas like, no, that's even worse. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I mean Because hot pockets hot pockets, you'll taste the edges. They'll be hot. Sure. When you get to the center, it's a little cold. It's a, it's a little, little cold. Frozen. You need to yeah. you need to put it in there for another three to four minutes. It's like chewing leather on the outside and it's just an ice ball on the inside. I don't eat hot pockets, but I know what you're saying. You're out here chewing leather? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hi, hi, hide your Harleys, baby. Phil's going after that leather. The leather the leather chaps. Yeah. The assless chaps. Um, let me ask you this about your boy, JP. All right. I kind of think that he's... He's sort of at his M. Night Shyamalan moment right now. Came out swinging with like three solid movies, you know? But I feel like this next movie is going to be crucial. Like, is he going to continue to climb the ranks or is he going to put out Lady in the Water or The Happening and like miss a step, you know? Well, you do bring up a good point because every director... Every director doesn't matter if you're Scorsese. They have a couple bombs in their in their in their uh, filmography. It's it's just bound to happen. Some aren't going to hit like others. Luckily, Jordan Peele hasn't had those. In my opinion, I don't. I think every even if you didn't like Nope, it was interesting. Uh, For me, that was Shaman us. Has a lot of bombs. I mean, I liked um, Nope a lot better than Us, but. For me, us and was, I loved us. Us was more of a misstep than Nope was. But I mean, even then, I can, like I, can, I, I really enjoyed Nope, but I can't say I've had like a strong desire to rewatch it for some reason. Like it was really good, but it wasn't like it's Get better Out. on the rewatch. Really, Get Out's perfect. But I, I'm telling you, if you watch, if if you if you suck it up and watch Nope. For a second time, I think you're going to really like it because you know what's coming and mm. there's so much stuff in the background. He's like another Jordan Peele is kind of like Quentin Tarantino. Here it is. We're like, he plants tell, the seeds, baby. He plants the seeds in the background <laughs> and you see what's coming. And on the second watch, you're like, oh shit, that's why. And, and, and little subtle things, which I didn't notice on the, on the first watch. Um, after when um Daniel Kaluuya's character goes back to the to Jupe's ranch, and when the alien kind of like tore tore it apart, there's a pig on the roof. Oh, really? Like, <clears throat> I think that says something about like you know his stance on cops or something. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> I don't know. Just like all right, that's, that's like reaching cool a bit. <laughs> Is it though? It's Jordan Peele. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, get out, it was pretty uh, the nail on the head, but subtle thing. Jordan Peele, I'm just saying, subtlety. Jordan Peele's all about subtlety, and uh, he's just great. I really hope what he does next is great. He's actually doing, um, he's doing a nope screening at the, I want to say Lincoln Center in a couple of weeks, and he's doing a Q&A. Uh, I really want to try to go to that, because I will fucking, if I get a picture with Jordan Peele, I will come everywhere. <laughs> Oh shit! Is that like close to you or something? <laughs> it's in the city, so it's like forty minutes away. I, I will come everywhere. 
Dude, Jordan Peele is legendary. You should tell him that if he made him be like, Mr. Peele, uh, sir. Yeah, I'm not trying to get arrested. with security. What the fuck is wrong with this white boy? I just come to my pants, sir. It's so nice to meet you. Come. <laughs> come to my pants. <laughs> There's a little residue on my hands. I'm sorry. <laughs> But um, no, no. Um, I really whatever he does next, we'll we'll see what happens. Has he but right now? He's got has a great track record. Has he announced any like any plans to? Snoop came out like six months ago. Yeah, uh, July. Um, I'm sure he's working on something. I know he's also, he has to. Um, I really wish. I mean, I love the thought of him doing like a, like an alien movie, like mm-hmm. an alien movie, like again, but again. This was his alien movie, so I can't say I could say traditional alien movie, but this was so different. Uh, I'm I'm pumped to see whatever he does next. It, it could be anything. It could be a slasher. It could be another psychological drama type of deal. Uh, so far, I don't think he has anything planned. I could look it up. But. Well, when you uh, shake his hand and calm your pants, you should ask him. <laughs> Dude, if I if I if I meet him. I'll, pro- I'll probably cry. <laughs> like, Aww. thank you. Thank you for understanding <laughs> what the horror world needs, what the movie world needs. Thank you for being pretty fly for a white guy. Thank you for being oh original. Sorry, right, Allspring. <laughs> what are you talking about? Hey, it's a classic album. Not really. That you know it's su- true. Album sucks. What? All right. Offspring. That's another conversation. That's crazy. Offspring has always sucked. Come on. What? They got they got a few good songs, but Dude, Americana front to back. I will I will put you put on Americana right now. There you can put on any song. And I and I will I will bang my head into a wall. Dude, no breaks? Like, come on. Classic. Well, uh before we hey smash was pretty good i had that okay smash is a good one yeah ixnay on the ombre didn't expect for us to talk about the offspring at the end of this episode (laughs) all right well that's the good thing about us Um, very unpredictable so those are all the categories huh yep i'm not lying this time that was every single category that we came up with so I think next um, year, that was next year, you know how they have like the, um, don't they have like the Sydney Poirier Spirit Award or something like that? <laughs> we should have like the Mo- Melissa Barrera Spirit Award. Mm, yes. And we just yes. present the winner with a block of wood. Since, <laughs> since it resembles her acting range. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty spot on. <laughs> pretty on the nose. And you know, it, uh, it's, I still it's feel bad. award to... <laughs> To do to, to it, it's an award that is hopeful that we want you to do better. Yeah, we want you to be a better. You person. can build stuff we with want wood you to be a better actor. Yes. Yeah. You know, you could put holes in it. You, <laughs> you can, can put screws in it. Stand it. You can get it real smooth. <laughs> you know, wood has a lot of character. Wood never goes out of style. Yeah, it's true. So it's a, more of a backhanded compliment than anything. Yeah. But really, it's to it's to for you to try to change the error of your ways, mm-hmm. and to be a better, to actually maybe put a coat of lacquer on it, script and pay some, some varnish, you know, just 
You know, there's just so much goddamn lacquer on that. Thing. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Actually, it was bound to happen. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm yeah, talking Yeah, meet the parents. Dude, that li- that line for some reason, you know, lines just like stick with you. <laughs> that line has stuck so with me ever since I saw goddamn it. Goddamn lacquer on that thing. <laughs> the way he says it dude owen wilson it with owen wilson's so funny in that oh yeah Jim. now i follow, thought i'd follow in the path of jc it's like what be a carpenter <laughs> so how's your portfolio strong I'd say strong hey you gotta strike while the iron's hot you know yeah. <laughs> yeah wow i saw you looking down like you were embodying owen wilson that was that was impressive Remember the other night we were talking about um, like Owen Wilson should be the killer in the next scream. It'll be a callback to Luke Wilson and Stab. Yes, yes. Like, wow, come on, Sid. You think I'm the killer? <laughs> wow, it might be a lot of things. I'm not a killer. Okay, I like to climb through your window. Fine. It doesn't make me a killer. Did you write this? This is crazy, Sid. Come on. Wow. Call up. I'm I'm getting radio silence on the phone right now. <laughs> we are uh, we're gonna set this up. We're gonna hire we're gonna hire Owen Wilson and helm the new screen movie for now on. <laughs> Fuck him. Why don't you ask Randy yeah. Meeks or Stu Mocker who the killer is? Huh? You ever think about that? Come on! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! Wow! Wow! Scream! I would never say scream. <laughs> well. I think this uh, episode has gone off the rails. Like the Babadook. <laughs> <laughs> this train, we, we're the best conductors in podcast history, I think. In the horror movie podcast world. Podcast history. <laughs> <laughs> That's us, baby. Choo choo, motherfuckers. We're going into 2023 <laughs> while the iron's hot. Oh, shit. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up here at the spook house thank you for if you've been here since the first episode or you just recently started listening thank you so much it i can't believe this is you know 100 episodes it's been quite a journey three and a half years and yeah three and a half years of you you were doing it by yourself i am thankful for your friendship and that you wanted to bring me along on this journey because i love just as much as I love bullshitting with you off the camera, yeah, we have a good time on here. Of course. And it's fucking awesome talking about movies. It's awesome when people message us and say that they like what we're talking about, even though we're just two assholes talking about movies. Yeah. Uh, that's a fun time. And I'm thankful for your friendship going into 2023. Oh, right back at you, buddy. I'll, I'll... I just came in my pants just now. That's sweet. I love you and I mean it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're going to wrap this up so Doug can go uh, change his underwear. But um, yeah, thank you. No, we're sticking with the stain (laughs) here. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Um, Doug, love you, buddy. uh, Love you, baby. All right, guys. We will catch you on the next one.